welcome to the Danger Gnome Podcast. I am your da- <laughs> I am your Danger Gnome host, and also your Tio Gomez. Today we have a special guest, and by a special request, it's the one and only Leia Schneeberger. So I heard Leia's uh, call up at the Fat Bike Worlds, and it took the announcer a while to go through all the huge races that Leia's won, but. I'm going to go through them now as the grand introduction of the Ice Queen. She uh, started racing fat bikes in 2016. She's won the Huge Ass Series four times. She's won the Snow Crown Race Series four times. Won the Iola Snow Bully for the fourth time this year. She won the Polar Roar. Pearl, ah, the Polar <laughs> the Roar. <bar. laughs> the Polar Roll for the fourth time this year. Uh, won the Badger State Games twice. Won the Fat Bike Berkey twice. She's shooting for her third this weekend. On the mountain bike side, she won the Wars Series, uh, the overall for three years. Won the Ord Shore twice. Uh, she came in third as her best finish in the Iceman Cometh. She. Got second in the Schwabingen Fat Tire 40, and she also won the half Margie Giesick. Uh Welcome to the show. Leah. Hey, Gomez. Hey, guys. It's good to be back. He, he, he tricked me on, on coming on today. He had tried to get me before the Fat Bike World, and I, I, didn't, I didn't want to do it, but uh, he said, oh, there's these, these fans that are wanting to hear about your, your races. So I didn't believe him. I, I thought it was just a ploy. See, no, I thought that she had said <laughs> the email to say, oh, hey, you should interview Leia Schneeberger. So I forwarded that email to you. I'm like, hey, you've got a fan. So Yes, I have got, as, just like you have one listener, I have one fan. Right, indeed. Yeah, so that's why Scoreboard. we're here. Uh, that's an amazing uh, race resume. And when I, I was at, Fat Bike Worlds and heard all the call-ups, and by far you had the longest intro, the the most race wins. And you said, you you helped me put this list together, and you said, there's even more. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a couple more, but I didn't want to, you know, make everyone fall asleep. <laughs> so, uh, for those of you that uh, haven't been a long-time listener of many of our podcasts here, Leah was the host of the Dose of Fat somewhere back pre-pandemic for like a year and a half or two years. Right? Actually, yeah, for about two years. And our last show was pretty much today, to the to the date, two years ago, leading up to the Fat Bike Berkey oh, of dear. 2020. Yeah. We raced that weekend, and then the next week the world shut down. Oh, man. So, yeah, so this is a, a two-year anniversary to come back. Well, yeah, and it's... What a time warp. It seems like, it, it It appears as if we're on the verge of taking a big step back to normalcy. I'm I'm going to go to Sea Otter, the, the show in uh, California in May. It's going to be held the time of year that it's supposed to be held. Looks like the companies are all showing up, so... It's going to be uh, packed. yeah. So, hopefully, things are getting back to to normal. You're, we're having a, a normal Berkey. We're just we're it's like the Tuesday before the Berkey, right? Yeah. So uh, 
you're probably uh, you, you've peaked your training, and now you're in the you're in the you're in, you're resting, right? Oh gosh, and I needed it. I have been working so hard, and last week the workouts, I just come on, just finish it off. You know, you've been working for three months. Just check these last couple boxes, like fight through it. But I really just want to sleep. <laughs> I am like, I'm so tired. So this week is a rest week. Yeah. And, uh, oh, I'm, I'm loving it. I mean, I'll do a workout tomorrow with just a couple leg openers, but that's, yeah, that's about it. Well, well, how are you feeling? Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling really good. So I wasn't actually planning on racing this winter, but then they went and dropped the fat bike world championships in my backyard. So I thought, well, that's great marketing, you know. I know. <laughs> call, call something the Fat Bike World Championships, and uh, it kind of came out of it'll nowhere. It'll draw some. It'll I, draw some ballers, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I thought, well, if they're if it's only a couple of hours away, and I'm sure everybody's going to come out for this, I got to at least make a a play for it. So I made the decision to start to to make a go for it to start mm-hmm. training, and it's like, okay, well, if you're working on all this fitness, I might as well race the rest of the season. So mm-hmm. I threw in a huge ass, a couple snow crowns, the polar roll, uh, went for that one. And, uh, and the polar know, roll has read top notch competition in it too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a Todd Poquette. Uh, production. Oh, that's, and, that is my favorite race. So you have all the, all the Michigan fast people, all of the Minnesota fast people and all of the Wisconsin. Fast yeah. People. Yep. And uh, Jordan Wakely uh, yeah. took it again by a large margin. Yeah. <laughs> that guy, <laughs> you just, you cannot hold on to that guy in those steep climbs and, and tight turns. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then I I was able to take the win at that one again this year. I think experience plays so well in, in our favor when it comes to that course. It's It's all single track, and... The, the snow is soft yeah, uh, in a lot of places, so you got to know how to ride it. And the climbs are so steep that the majority of people cannot uh, clear them. Right. They've got to walk. Yeah. And there's a, a, there's a style and just a certain amount of power and grace that you got to put down to be able to clean them. And, and if you can, that's a huge advantage because you're gaining, I mean, maybe 30 seconds sure. to a minute every time. Um, and then if you can handle your bike in those super tight turns that they've got in Ishpeming and Nagani and uh, keep that momentum, no one, you know, just no one, no one can catch cold you. cold this year. I, I, I'm seeing a picture of you oh. uh, that you posted that, that <laughs> like, literally, like, you have, like, an ice beard. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's so cold up there every year. This year it was negative three the entire race. And you don't realize how cold it is, right? Because you're working so hard. You know that it is because your water bottles are are freezing. And fortunately, I always have someone there. I'm prepared to to get bottles, so that's never a problem for me. But I, you know, I knew my face was cold, and I was scratching at it, and I would feel like flakes. I'm like, what's what is going on? And then uh, a, a picture got posted, and I had a frost beard. <laughs> And I don't crazy. have a beard. I mean, all these guys, you know, they come in and they got the the frost, like the icicles hanging right, down right, to their right. chest. But even I yeah, had it. it. 
I've I seen mean, it on eyelashes, eyebrows. It's, eyelashes, it's crazy yeah. How the cold weather effects, but uh, and you didn't really notice it that that it was super cold. You were just working that hard because yeah. that's what I find is if I'm getting cold, I can really just turn up the wattage a little bit and you can, warm right up. Right. You're working so hard you don't even notice it. And then I I have the 45 North Wolf Hammers, and then mm-hmm. I have electric socks. Oh, so knowing that you're gonna. You, you never know how long this race is going to take you because the conditions can right. add hours. So I've right. raced it four times. My best time was this year because they shut, they cut the course down to 26 miles, but I've ridden it where it was 45 miles. Mm-hmm. And then there was one year where you couldn't pedal your bike hardly. So it took me about two hours and 45 minutes this year. It's taken me up to seven hours. Man. So you, you don't know how long you're going to be out there. So you've got to be prepared Right. for quite a, a long period of time and uh y- you know little foot warmers <laughs> just not not going to cut it so i like to wear those electric socks just in yeah. case i'm out there for 4 hours i just got a pair of those wolfgar arctic yeah, boots those from are 45 beasts. north um i'm i'm liking it yeah those are good i've worn them a couple of times cuz isn't that cold now but i wore them in in the 20s on the Day that we got the snow, Monday, I think. And, uh, well, yeah, it, they didn't overheat. And, man, my feet stayed cold for, or stayed warm for three Tasty. hours. So, you know, once you get past that one hour point, you know, <laughs> then you know you've numb, got something you good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we, you also won the U.S. Open, which, talk about good marketing. Wisconsin, what the, like, the yeah, Wisconsin, everything Wisconsin. happened in Wisconsin Upping. this year. It's like, what Up in the, the game. Yeah, so George and uh, the Snow Crown, uh, the U.S. Open. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> George sends me a text with a screenshot of the U.S. Open, and I said, what is what is going on? And he's like, well, uh, you know, these golf courses, they don't want to be a part of just a race. Like, they want to be a part of the PGA Tour, <laughs> right, <laughs> level of biking nice. or whatever sport that's going on at their place. So uh-huh. they say, you know, we want a national, we want a national race and, and, uh, so that night, George got on his computer and he made a logo for the U.S. There you go. <laughs> the U.S. Fat Bike Open. And, then, and ta-da! And it, I didn't attend that race. You went and you won. But I just the uh, the photos and the promos, I, I helped promote it. Um, but the, the trophies and some oh of the gosh. photographs, it, it looked like they really did it well. Their, their start-finish was all emblazoned mm-hmm. with the logos. The, the podium shots were all good. So, you know, and that, that means a lot to the folks that look at it on the Internet, right? Yeah, I mean, they made, uh, it's, they made it into a big deal, and it yeah. will be, and it'll grow. That trophy is like 50 pounds, by the way. You know, he puts it in my hand. I'm on the thing. I almost fall off the podium. You know, I'm a cyclist, okay? The arms, right. not so much. Uh, but they're keeping that in the golf uh, country club. Oh, nice. Okay. And each year, they're going to engrave the winner's name on it. So it's going to live there. There you go. Yeah, huh? yeah. Very cool. So, and uh, what other big race have you won? Oh, well, we should talk about... Worlds where 
Oh yeah, Sonia. yeah. So that that was a you and Sonia. Ooh, that was such a good race. So fun. Um, good, good conditions. Good grooming. Um, yeah. Every so with my deal is I love the single track. That's where I shine. I'm all about power surges and rest. Mm-hmm. Power surges, rest, holding momentum. Uh, but a lot of the races <laughs> that have the competition are on these wide open courses, these, you know, these snow road crit style courses. Right. And people, people commented about the videos I posted about that race that, oh, is that a road race? It's like, well, yeah. It pretty much, some road yeah, tactics it, get, yeah, get there's used. drafting, there's yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of tactics that go on and you just have a, to have a tremendous amount of sustained power uh, for those types of races and that's, that's not my sweet spot, but knowing that that's what I was going to have to do, that's what I've been training. And mm-hmm. so uh, coming out, and it had been a while since I had really raced race, so I had no idea how I do. Uh, and and the lineup here didn't just have girls that like to fat bike in the winter or you know some girls that like to mountain bike and then you know, have some fun in the winter fat biking. This race had uh, big-time triathletes in it, uh, road cyclists that were registered. Uh, Sonia, obviously, is is always going to be uh, going after the win. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is some really strong just riders in general. So it was really scary because... I don't. I don't know if I. I didn't know if I could match up against women that did this style of steady, you know, high power output um, type right. races. Like I've never done a crit, right? I've never done a road race. Sure. Um, but these courses are you know on these golf courses pretty much flat, mm-hmm. wide open. You know, you could have five bikes wide if you wanted. Sure. And. Uh, so when we lined up, I'm I'm next to Sonia and a couple other girls, and it was a slow uh, lead out, right? right? A so parade you're parade lap, yeah. So you're jockeying for for position, and it was painfully slow to watch. It was so slow. <laughs> I thought <laughs> we like, were gonna. Oh, dude, you sink. gotta stretch these guys out a little bit. I thought we were gonna sink, but and they then re- really just oh, it's really slow. Yeah, it was really slow. But then the second the guy pulled off. <laughs> and of course I'm going to mark Sonia. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I just thought, okay, you just got to be in whatever pack or group that she's with. And so I was able to latch on uh, to a group. I want to say there was about 12 of us, 12 of us. And I was really excited to be in uh, the, the pack a- as the leading two ladies. And mm-hmm. we were able to pull away even on that first lap from everybody else. And so I knew, okay, this is probably a race between the two of us as long as I can uh, hold this pace because we're so susceptible to the pace of whatever pack of men that we're with. That's Mm -hmm. just the way it is when we're riding uh, mass start against men. And if you're in a pack that's naturally faster, that gap is just going to keep increasing it usually doesn't decrease because because of the drafting yeah effects you don't have to work as hard to go that fast right and then the packs that are farther back 
they just aren't holding that pace and it's hard to speed that up right. when you're now in a, in a, in a headset where, okay, I'm jockeying with the people that I'm with and I've got to, you know, save energy for the end and, mm-hmm. and, and that kind of thing. They're not always thinking, okay, let's bridge to the next right. group. Um, so I was pretty excited to be in that group cause I knew, okay, it's between her and I, and it's probably going to come down to the finish as long as I can keep up, mm-hmm. uh, this pace. But the, the day before I had pre-rode and the course was solid. Right. It was solid concrete. Mm-hmm. And so I had put the tire pressure a little bit higher than I'm comfortable with because I feel like I've lost a couple races due to the fact that my pressure wasn't as high as everybody else's on some of these roadie style courses. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I put it up a little high and then the course wasn't as solid as it was the day before. It was a little chunkier and right away I'm thinking, Oh, you know, you, you, you <laughs> missed the, you missed that. And so there was definitely some areas where the rear tire is getting wiggy mm-hmm. and I, I was able to hold, but the problem is uh, some of the guys couldn't because you know their tire pressure was probably yeah. a couple pounds even higher than mine. And uh, my strategy was to try and stay closer to the back of the group to try and gain as much of that wind mm-hmm. blockage a- as I could because I just didn't think I was as strong as Sonia or, or the other guys. So mm-hmm. it was like a tactical uh, move for me, but the risk that you run with that is when the conditions are a little chunky, people crash. Yeah. Um, so early on in the race, maybe the second lap, I actually got crashed out two times where we were uh, coming around a corner and I took the inside lane and uh, a gentleman would encroach on me and I'd have to slide over farther and then it it wasn't the hard packed. All of a sudden mm. I was in a dead spot in yeah. the, in the snow and it brought me right down while the rest of the pack is still screaming. Right. So now I got to sprint, burn a, a big matches to mm-hmm. catch back up. I'm thinking, Oh man, I don't, I don't know, but I made it right. Mm-hmm. And then sure enough, later on that lap, there was another turn again. I went for the inside man. and got squeezed out again. And in the snow I am and everyone's riding away and, like no, you're not, you're not losing this race in the second lap. Like you're gonna at least go for it. You, yeah. you might blow up, but you gotta go for it. It was so four laps, right? It was a four lap race, uh, six mile lap. So mm-hmm. it was a twenty four mile race. Um, so I was able to grab back on. I'm back in the group, and I was still, I was, I was struggling. You know, I was, I was wavering. Right, I wasn't in with them solid. I wasn't resting. Mm-hmm. I was just really pushing hard just just to keep up and then so I was still uh, wavering off off the back and I would have preferred by that time to be farther up you know in the in the middle I just couldn't couldn't get there and then what ended up happening is over and over again on some of these turns uh, there were wipeouts Mm. So a, a, a guy would wipe out and it didn't take me out, but I had to slow way down and, and creep around to make sure that I didn't fall. And again, that pack is just gone. It's right. just amazing how they don't slow up. They just, you're, you slow up for a second and they're gone and I'd have to get out of the seat and sprint like it was the finish right. several times. 
And, uh, you know, I'm looking at Sonia, and, man, she is up closer to the front of the pack, and she is just riding so smooth. I'm, like, having problems. I'm going back and forth, and I'm thinking, man, she is crushing it, right? Like, how can I do this? Um, so finally on that last lap, I was able to get a solid, uh, piece of that group. And I got onto, uh, Sonia's wheel and I remember several times guys would try and get in front of me Mm -hmm. and I, and I had to say, no, I'm staying on this wheel because that, you know, that's what, what would happen is we're riding together and then shifts happen with the group and you get pushed back. Right. And then the guy goes down. Right. So I, I was like, I'm not playing that anymore. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not allowing that. So I, I literally would say, no, I'm sticking on her wheel. Yeah. Like, this is, I'm racing this person. Right. right. I need to stay with her. So, yeah, so just go up one. Just go up in front of her. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, just move up well, one. And, yeah, and well, in front of her, there's, you know, like another four, oh. you know, five dudes. So, yeah, yeah we, were, yeah. we were easily, I mean, we had a large group of yeah. uh, going so we were we were flying. i saw you a couple of times and it must have been some of those times where you were trying to get back up into the pack because i saw you a, the few times that i saw you injured for you you were by yourself yeah i mean i was having to work on my own to catch uh this pack at at least eight times wow i, I the I, so so by the time we're in the last lap and i'm in there and i'm solid and now i've finally rested a little bit i'm like uh-huh. so excited <laughs> That I, I made it because I'm like, I can't believe I bridged that gap so many times. I'm here. I actually have a chance. Yep. And uh, I got a little overexcited. Yeah. So we were nearing the end, and there was one final turn before the straightaway on the finish. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm usually better than this. But I started sprinting uh, before that turn. Yeah. And that's what did me in. I really? mean, yeah. So by the time I made that turn, so she, so she had a little bit more of of the draft, right? For a little bit longer, made the turn and just plowed by me like I was standing still and just dusted me. It's the shake and bake. Oh, baby, it was good. <laughs> I mean, oh man, what a race and what a finish! Like the fact that uh, you're able, uh, uh, like, a women are able to race together in these mass. Uh, start races with all these men is so unusual. So when it happens, it is so exciting. And then to come down to a sprint finish, right. like I was giggling. I was so happy. Like I've, I don't think I've ever been happier to come in second in a race in my life. And against such a great competitor as her. Uh, so I was just stoked at, at where I was at mm-hmm. in the training and, Okay, maybe I still got it. Right? <laughs> maybe I, maybe I I still can pull out another couple years. We'll see. So, it was it was a blast. I huh? I had a blast and it was a great race. Yeah, it was well run, I thought. And I liked the venue for as as far as a place to go watch a race, a, a great place. I saw what I think is probably a lot of the course. Uh yeah. I was able just to walk around and and uh and that's the thing about these golf courses is they're way more spectator friendly than a, a, a polar roll. Right. Right. I had a, 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 some of my family there and they were at an area where they were able to see me probably 
12 times throughout the race because mm-hmm. we would double back over right. and and it's wide open. So they were kind of running around through the snow <laughs> to try and get to different places. Right, yeah. And from a, from a spectator standpoint, it was the exciting, golf right? Works it was an exciting good. And, race. And all of those golf courses have nice clubhouses yeah. where you can get warm, you can get a beer, you can get a brat. It was it, it was tight. It was fantastic. Know? Both at the U.S. Open and at the Fat Bike Worlds, loved having that uh, the country club right mm-hmm. there because you could I hang out poop- and warm up and wait for the race rather than just standing on the cold for half an hour. Yeah, I kind of poo pooed it. In in my write up of that race, more or less that like none of my friends wanted to go there, <laughs> so like I wanted to rent a house and have a big soiree and yada yada. But it's like, well, nobody wanted to go race. Want to go to a crib? Don't want to go race on a golf course. Yeah. Like, but going to watch it was good. And a bunch of my other friends I, that I saw, I actually ran into a bunch of people while I was walking around on the course that I knew and. Some of my friends down from uh, Camp Lake down there. Shout out to my Camp Lake crazy friends. Woot, woot. Woot, woot. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sonia Matson, the nicest lady in fat biking. Oh, my gosh. How... What? How are you going to beat her in you know, in the Berkey? It's so hard to not can't. like her. I yeah. like. I want to not, but you can't help it. Yeah, sorry, you can't. She doesn't. She doesn't uh, make any press by talking smack about anybody or anything. She's just a. She's just uh, naturally a nice person. Yeah. So you're gonna have That's to beat her fair and it. square and or something. Yeah, and uh, I'm. I'm definitely gonna do the best that I can to to mark her at the Berkey, and I'm I'm gonna I'm going for the win. I mean, I've been training for a long time. I put everything I got into it. I don't think I could have done anything more. Uh, the training's been more consistent this winter than ever before. Uh, I used to trudge around outside in the rolling hills. It didn't matter if it's snowing, negative twenty. I you know I'd be out in a, like a full coat. At the start, I'd drop the coat, uh-huh. uh, sleet. It, it didn't matter. I didn't have a trainer. That always, I always looked up to you because you <laughs> were the person that went outside. And a lot of these, you had brought it up. You know, a lot of people on the Zwift and the... Uh, yeah, so here I am just, you know, fighting the elements. Every training session, it was something. I'm on my fat bike on the roads in any kind of weather, it it didn't matter. Mm. And you you look at like the time training, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm totally gonna dust everybody because I got, I'm doubling them in the amount of time that I'm out there. And and then I got I get beat, and I'm like, what in the heck? How is that even possible that someone that's putting in six hours a week beats someone that's putting in fifteen hours a week? And I'm like, okay, I'm doing something. I got to change this up. And mm. that's when um, I. I jumped on that trainer, yeah. right? So this winter, I switched it up, and I and I said, okay, I'm going to take out all the elements, and I'm just going to build strength and power and stamina on the trainer. So all of my training this winter has been indoors on a trainer, except for you know a couple fun rides and then the pre rides and the races. So yeah. I'm kind of testing it to see see what happens. Like what trainer? Really now I now I'm like kind of a 
trainer nerd. <laughs> Since I work at a bike shop, and I have to sound like I know or care about yeah, trainers. I've got getting, the Wahoo kicker. Yeah, and I right. do. I do trainer road. It's pretty simple. And then I I just slap a ton of Netflix on, and I've gone through every series. And thank goodness this is almost over, and I can get outside on the bike because I am <laughs> running low on shows. Like I am the digging Handmaiden's Tale. I, I am. Yeah, I am scraping the bottom really? of. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All out of shows. Yeah, Gotta I'm, go right. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm looking Make at the temp. Watch. I'm like, just get past this Berkey, and, I, and then I'm free. And it looks like it's going to be 50 degrees, so I am going to be out there playing all spring long. Nice. Nice. <laughs> you usually get down to Arkansas and whatnot. I just posted on my Facebook cover a uh, bridge that Rock Solid had built down there. Yeah. The it's like, oh, Beautiful. Oh, unbelievable, those guys, what they're doing. The, we live in such fortunate times, you know. I, I go out on my rides every day, and I'm just like, damn, I'm so lucky. This that is I so do. sweet. And <laughs> exactly. even, even when I started riding mountain bikes 12 years ago, even Camrock was junk. Right. You couldn't even, you, you didn't right. know where now, you're going. Is And now it's top of the line. Yeah. I, like all of these. I used to go to Blackhawk. It was junk. It oh, was I love covered in mosquito, mosquitoes and it was so tight. And yeah. and you had all, like all the foliage was encroaching on you and, and scratching you. <laughs> and then you're like, why am I here? I would like never, I'm not, I'm never coming back to this place. This is horrible. Right. You go to Blue Mounds and you're chucking the bike because you're so pissed. You're like, I come to ride my bike, not hike it. But now all these places are so rideable and right. fun. And, right. and don't get me wrong, guys. I love the chunk. Okay? Don't get rid of my chunk. I don't know, though. Blue, okay? Blue Mountain Chunk. <laughs> Blue Mountain Chunk. I love it. Uh, but I do like that, you know, they do smooth out some areas for, for people, and that gets them out there, and it makes it more enjoyable for, for more people. And if you want the chunk, man, just just go find it and ride it. Yeah. Go to go to Nine Mile and hit Stone Soup mm-hmm. or go. Stinger. Or yeah, I mean, you're good. There's or, plenty left. Every time I think that I know a thing or two about riding a bike, then I go to Blue and ride Blue Mount. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, yep, I still stink at bike riding. Oh man, <laughs> the, I remember the first time or, I went there. Yeah. Uh, we, I mean, we were walking the whole thing and I was so pissed and I was just screaming and just sucks and da, 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 da. And this guy, uh, had passed us and, and I'm like, you're riding your bike. He, and he's like, yeah, I'm doing really good today. I only touched down like once. I said, what? <laughs> yeah. I, I dabbed down one. What? Yeah. You ride this? He's like, yeah, yeah. I ride, I ride the whole thing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. If you rode there all the time, it would be. You know, you would get good at it, but yeah, well, when you hit it once I can every no dab couple that of years, sucker. really? Yeah, no I can no dab that sucker that's, now, but I go there quite a bit. There's, that's some scary looking rock. You got to like get past the point of like, well, that rock looks really jagged. <laughs> it, it is jagged. <laughs> that, that rock's going to make me bleed. <laughs> I mean, that place is the tire buster for sure. Yeah. But in the winter, when it's covered in snow, it smooths it out. There are no rocks. It's right. a completely yeah. different oh. trail, completely different experience, oh. and one of the most b- beautiful places you can ride. Oh, I have to make, put the that canopy on my, there. Yeah, mm. You have to remind me of that next next. Yeah, December. it's wonderful. Well, I it snowed <laughs> well, here. Yeah, it, you can probably ride it now. Yeah, yeah the snow mm, kind of dead now. 
You this, passed it. Uh, well, <laughs> it, it was it was good for. I got two rides in on this snow, but it's just it's kind of dead. <laughs> what are you gonna do? I, I'm honest. I'm ready for some dirt. Yeah. Get past this weekend and let's go find some dirt. Arkansas, Texas, I don't care. Let's go. Well, you, you always have those nice spring spring ventures. I'd, I'd like to go to, to to the Bentonville someday soon. And I think that that should be something that I do. That's a must. I mean, every year it's something different down there. Right, because they just build Keep all building winter, and building. So mm-hmm. that, that thing that's on my Facebook cover, yeah, I have to go. I have to go do that. So, uh, what else should we talk about? Uh, I thought about calling calling Spinner and being like, uh, "Spinner, have you been trained? Would you like to? Would you like to uh, challenge yeah, Leia let's go. to a race?" Spinner, I'm calling you out. You scared? <laughs> Two years. I hope you've been training, buddy. He he was pretty fast. Or I I saw him at the sweaty Yeti. And I followed him for for a bit, and I, oh, okay. I, I had to ride pretty hard and recklessly to keep up with him. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's me. You're pushing the limits. Oh, I was right. I was breathing hard and praying, seeing stars, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, like, oh yeah, almost died there. <laughs> Ooh, that was a close oh, one. Oh, that's a tree, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but oh, that was a good. Uh, so good. I love that Sweaty one Yeti. too. Yeah. I miss it. Even though it was semi virtual Saturday, the whole parking lot was full and it I saw a bunch of our old friends and it was it was like old times. And that's such a family reunion thing. Yeah. You know, so where were you? I just stayed home and rested i i was thinking about i can't this race like, every single weekend like i used to yeah. <laughs> then there be was relentless there every was, race yeah there was a huge ass and the sweaty yeti mm-hmm. on the same weekend yep. and i live four blocks from, from blackhawk and i didn't go oh dude yeah 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 but also, mama need a rest there's there's also the thing of like this week you can't stub your toe you can't so I thought, oh, should we? Should I bring the bike and maybe we'll go for a ride after <laughs> we'll go for a night ride here somewhere? And I was like, oh no, I'm not going to be the one that has oh, to yeah. explain to. It's been I've worked. Oh yeah. man, so many months. It's like, do not mess this up now. Right. Oh, yeah. the, so uh, the guy I'm seeing, his son is 17, and he, yesterday he he gets up in the morning. I'm in the kitchen. And he's going to get his breakfast before school, and he just is like <laughs> oh, snotting no. and oh, no. coughing, and I'm like, "Ooh!" And I beeline it back <laughs> into the bedroom, and I wait for him to leave. And then With a double two cans of Lysol. I dude, I did. I took t- two cans of Lysol, and I just sprayed it over the entire house. I and know. then I got those little wipey rags uh, and wiped everything oh, in the dude. kitchen. Four oh nine. I'm like, I have gotten sick. Way too many times. I cannot. I can. Right. I'm just like four more days, man. I need. Can you just not snot all over the entire house for four days? These kids. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that about getting sick, but I I would worry about crashing or something, right? Or taking you out on a ride and you me crashing into you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not so worried about that. But yeah. sick, I've. I mean, I've gotten that damn COVID twice. Yeah. I got food poisoning from the freaking lettuce. Oh, I man. try to be healthy. I don't. Right. I don't eat lettuce. 
And I was like, okay, I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to get a bag of lettuce and have a salad. And then I'm puking from <laughs> all over out for like two days. You like, eat... You eat, like, hardly anything. That's the one thing that I remember about recording the two years of shows is, you know, Spinner and I would be here. We would be grazing on, and having beers, and you'd be having a salad or or something something sensible. Yeah, I, and it's, I tried. And a tiny bit of it because you were always trying to cut weight to God, go always faster. always cut weight, yeah. yeah. Well, this year we let that go. I'm just getting stronger. Yeah. <laughs> Are you still doing the the gym workouts where you do these? I've seen some of some of your training sessions where you're doing the, the balance act, ball yeah. and and like you're standing on a on a balance ball and you're doing things with the uh, medicine ball and all of that crazy stuff. Oh yeah, I still do that. I think that's a a big reason why I excel in the snow. Yeah, it's all balance. That's really all it is. It, you know, whenever these races come. People are praying that it doesn't snow to keep the the trail nice and smooth and, right. and hard. And right. I'm just like, bring on the snow. On the, Let, snow. the harder yeah. the harder it is, the better I'm gonna do. Yeah. I I love that little bit of driftiness, you know. Yeah. I, I, I don't like it like perfect. But Sweaty Yeti was it was just like that. It was good grooming with a little bit of fresh snow yeah. that had been written in on top and it was a little loose. A little loose. It's, yep. Drifting. Keep you thinking. Right. Yeah. Keep your attention. Mm-hmm. Always keeping you honest all the time. And every every turn you're like, all right, here's as much as I can give her. I think. <laughs> Before you're and supermaning it right, right into the bank. Right on. Which happened at the pool roll a couple times. Oh, there was just there's these stairs. And I've went down these stairs a million times. And I'm going down the stairs and I look I glance to the left and I and the snow isn't covering the, some cement on the side. So, of course, I'm looking right at the cement. I'm like, that would really suck to crash on that cement. And sure enough, whoosh, slip out, and I'm going right for the cement. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, you know, it, it, there's like four feet of snow everywhere, right? There is nothing showing. It's a whiteout. And I managed to find the one square foot of cement yeah. and pew, smack Oh God, it's so good. So I do have, uh, I, I guess I have the pop quiz question that I that I didn't share with you, and it, I just thought of it today. It's like growing up, I I idolized like I had posters on my bedroom wall of Mean Joe Green and Bubba <laughs> Smith, right? Two big football players from the seventies, who. Were your sports heroes growing up? Who who were on your posters? Yeah, well, I was a soccer player, so of course Mia Hamm. Oh, there you go. You know, the classic Brandy Chastain where she pulls the shirt off after they win the oh, championship. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I I always loved uh, Mia Hamm so much. They talk about how much work she would do on her own while no one was watching. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of lived by that my entire life. You know, it's it's all about that work that you put in when no one knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and then you you will sit back and we'll wait and we'll get the glory on on game day. Yeah, yeah. Put the work in to get the results out. You know, I loved Martina Navratilova. I used to watch the tennis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so those girls had a lot of tigers on my walls. 
no posters. I had a lot of tiger stuffed animals. Yeah. Nice. That was like my spirit animal. El tigre. And now the ice queen. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I think we've mentioned this before, but my last name does mean snow mountain. It came up in, uh, in, in when I posted the picture of you on the podium for U.S. Open. Somebody from Germany said, uh, it's a, it's Schnee and uh, Berger. Berger. Yeah. yeah. It's Schnee Snow and Snow. So, it, yeah, it was destiny. Yeah, no kidding. Well, all, of, all those wasted time bouncing that ball around I on know. your knee. <laughs> well, but when, even just a couple of years ago, you were still playing in an indoor league. Yeah, I was still playing. I just, uh, I ended up stopping because the knees just couldn't take it any longer. That's the only reason I, I picked up mountain biking in the first place is the, you know, the, the knees is just like, gosh, I got to be able to walk when I'm 50, right? Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, before the show, I had also mentioned, it's like, well, that made me think about, uh, since we're going to talk about what you, who your influences are, it's like you're a really accessible, real live uh, role model for a lot of young uh, mountain bikers. Uh, and we have the, all these, I, I see all the Nike kids that come through our shop. Um, have you thought about being a coach or or mentoring uh, young talented racers, I have. I've thought a lot about that over the last couple years, and I'm still trying to compete at such a high level mm-hmm. that I'm I'm still in the game, and it'd be hard for me to do both. It'd be hard to coach mm-hmm. and still put in the the training hours. And oh, and by the way. I work for an ad, advertising agency. Right. <laughs> I'm in full-time sales. That's a little stressful. So I, I kind of right. need to make some money so I can yeah. afford these bikes. But yeah. I, I have thought about it. And when girls you know, or, or even young boys reach out with questions, and I'm, I'm happy to answer or help. And you know, sometimes I'll, I'll go on rides. And I have gone uh, to a NICA practice here and there because they allow you to do one once a year. But to be a, a coach, you've got to pay them. <laughs> to be a coach, <laughs> yeah. right? You have to pay yeah. the organization to coach and get licenses, and and well, I'm if, like, Meow. if I was, if I was, uh, I don't have any kids. Yeah, if I was a Nike coach though, and I had a daughter, I would gladly pay to go to some sort of seminar where you would try and instill i mean just the story that you said about mia ham and how you saw that she was a worker you know that she put the hours in in training and then good things happen on the pitch when you've run all of those stair intervals and things and spent the time in the gym on the balance ball and all the things that get you to that goal i think that those are the building blocks of of uh, of building that character that you need to be a champion, right? Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's just a you know that's that's a big compliment, though. I think you know I would bring my daughter to uh, to a seminar that yeah, that you and ran I've for and sure. I've thought I've thought of that. I've thought of uh, having just like a a private. Mm-hmm. trainings or clinics not where I'm I'm a coach per se where I'm telling them what their weekly 
rides need to be. But, you know, once a week, say on a Tuesday, why don't you just come out and we'll ride and I'll, I'll teach you some things. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Right. All, all the things, everything, anything I know. But, you know, we, we mentioned this before. Yeah, okay, I've been helping a lot of my girlfriends on how to become fast, and now they're beating my ass. I, you know, I'm great. <laughs> Give you all my tips, and then that's how you thank me, is you dust me? But, you, smoke you know, me. yeah, there is that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Although, iron sharpens iron. So, yeah. I, I also, on the flip side, yeah, it's like, oh, man, I'm going to get beat by them. But it, it's also forcing me to work harder and continue to get better and faster uh, because – the competition is getting stiffer. So the more that we're training more women on how to become fast, faster, Mm -hmm. that allows us more competition, which is right. And fun provides opportunities like you had in fat bike worlds where you're racing head to head and it's extremely challenging and that's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, cool. And uh, do you, do you want to, uh, before we sign off, do you want to, pitch any of your you want to give a shout out to broken spoke georgie (laughs) always always um george and sarah they have always been such a big uh support for me and and so many uh riders and i i gotta say i got i gotta give it up for uh sherry mix and uh for leah vanavan hoven uh, two up-and-comers on Broken Spoke that you're going to see their names a lot in the next couple of years. Very they cool. are fast. Um, yeah, and, and to all the other ladies, keep working hard, and let's see you on the line, eh? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Fat Bike Berkey, I'm going to say that probably uh, several people will listen to this on their drive up there because it comes out right on Friday morning. Oh, boy. So... <laughs> uh, Good any, thing I didn't give up too many tactics. Huh? Yeah, in, any predictions? <laughs> uh, you, uh, oh, it's hard. It's hard. There's so many signed up, and you just don't know who's right. been doing what. But obviously, uh, Sonia's the one to mark. I mean, she's definitely still the favorite. She won it last year, uh, won Worlds. Uh, so that's the one I'm going to try and go, at, go after for sure. All right. Well, maybe chill. Just get in your jersey pocket and... And be stalking you. Like, you be the rabbit. No, you be the rabbit. Well, we've taken Mm. turns (laughs) over the last five, five, six years. There you go. It's always a good battle. Uh, Well, thanks for having me on, you guys. And I'm back. I miss y'all. And come say hi. Don't be a stranger. I'm still best mate, the fire, the top of the notch, and the huge skin names.